Sam. Yeah. I think uh, both of us this weekend were reminded of our age a little and that we're not getting any younger. True. In the uh, famous words of Mike Patton, I would say sense of security, like pockets jingling. It's a midlife crisis. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> there you go. Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the aging Samuel Graham. Not quite as fast as you are. Let's just oh, you're getting the, you're, say that. Just, just remember, every time you mock me about my age, I've already reached that age. You will be eventually reaching that age. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm doing good. How are you? I, I really hate soccer right now. I just uh, hate football. It's just rough, rough week gonna, over on the blue side of the Mersey. Gonna, not going to be a good day for me, show. Just screw it all. I want to die. Uh, we are recording in Studio <laughs> H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. Should you want to chat with us, there are many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch with us. Sure. Uh, on all the social medias, we are at DU Football Show. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then uh, by email, we are DU Football Show at gmail.com. And we did get a bunch of people uh, get in touch this week, which was pretty cool. Fantastic. Well, I don't know what they are, so you'll have to layer them in on me as we're doing the show. Got them right here. Beautiful. I I'm will sure, layer away. I'm sure it's lots <laughs> of stuff mocking Houston's uh, demise. Uh, there was one. Yeah, just one. Oh, okay. So only one. Yeah, a lot of them were mocking. Uh, the old Chelsky there. Oh, Chelsky. <laughs> they they had a worse week than us. That was pretty bad. <laughs> they gave up double the amount of goals we did <laughs> in, in one, one loss. <laughs> uh, Sam and myself are both both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sam, what are we sipping on today? Uh, sure. We've got the filibuster boondoggler, uh, which sounds like one of your old-timey words that you use sometimes. <laughs> You love my old-timey words. Uh, it is from Moyertown, Virginia, uh, which is out in the Shenandoah Valley. Um, it's a 50% blend of rye and bourbon, um, which makes it then an American whiskey because neither one of those numbers hits 51%. Um, the owner is a fine wine shop owner in D.C., and uh, through that partnership, um, uh, he's able to get wine barrels You know, through through the partnerships he has in his shop. Uh, he's able to get wine barrels, which he uses uh, uses to finish. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, uses to finish uh, all of his whiskeys in, um, primarily using Chard and then uh, Chardonnay barrels, and then he'll change around and do a few a uh, few different types of red wine barrels as well uh, to finish his whiskey. Uh, this one comes in at 90 proof, um, and will run between 29.99 and 34.99 on the shelf. So, uh, fun fact about this guy. Um, he actually, instead of going with the kind of more the copper pot still or the hybrid, the coat distill, like you're seeing a lot of craft distillers do. Right. He's going all out. He went with a continuous still, a column still. So he is cranking out juice hmm. at about three times the amount that what a normal copper pot or craft still would be cranking out. And, yeah, um, for sure. You know, he started off like most people, bought bought some juice from uh, Midwestern grain producers, like a lot of people do, and he was always doing the finishes with the uh, the red and white wine barrels, but now he's cranking out his own whiskey. Um, his bourbon is about three years old, his rye is about two years old, and yeah, he's 
doing doing great stuff. And this is um you know like you said on the shelf like that twenty nine to thirty four. That's the sweet spot for whiskey. It's like, yeah, absolutely. It, you want to get something handcrafted that's affordable. This is exactly the whiskey for you. It's yeah. really good. It's excellent, by the way. So uh, let's have ourselves a great show, Sammy. Yeah, let's do it. I know, that one was a little weak. After what we did last week, after what we produced, that was terrible. Well, you know, sometimes we can't always reach across to each other. You know, it's just how it is. Besides, Sam, I'm wallowing in misery. Deal with it. Truth. So, top of the league, it's seen some change this week, Sam. Um, Manchester City gets two games, um, beats us 2-0, which, you know, I should feel somewhat better about. It was a better performance from you guys. Considering Manchester City then went 6-0 on Chelsea over the weekend. <laughs> just, I mean, 25 minutes into that Chelsea match, they had doubled the total from your, your game. Yeah, it was 4-0 They were 4-0 already. up. Yeah. It, it was absurd. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Sorry ball is now S-O-R-R-Y ball. Sorry ball. Yeah. It's, it, he refuses to change things. At one point, you know, he twiddles a uh, cigarette butt in his hand in his mm-hmm. fingers at one point he was writing a note actually put that twiddled up cigarette butt into his mouth and the camera caught it which was pretty funny um <laughs> i'm gonna try to find a picture of it and uh, i'll throw it up on the instagram if i can but uh yeah he, he was that stressed i mean he looked like a homeless man trying to light a uh, a nub he found it was horrible well i'm i'm gonna make this really simple and short um city get the professional win they go to goodison um they Get on the top of the table by goal difference, and um, the vaunted zonal marking from Everton <laughs> yeah. strikes again yep. in extra in the uh, first minute of in the minute of stoppage time in the first half. Yeah, and just giving up a just a dumb goal. Yeah, it it wasn't brilliant stuff from your side yet again on a set piece. And and the tough part was w- watching the match. It's like okay, you know. They're showing some effort. They want to play for this manager. It looks like there's something there. And yeah, okay, I expect us to lose this match. But, you know, there's something there. There's something there. And then there was this weekend, which we'll talk about later. So I'm just going to go ahead and do this shot of Malort now. Since i got to do two of them, we'll make this one a quick one. Have fun. Screw you, Zonal Defending. (laughs) So as you said, um, City was up four nil in the first twenty five minutes on Chelsea. Oh, it just um, it was it was blistering stuff from them. So Aguero gets a uh, hat trick, and yep. uh, Sterling gets the brace. Uh, Aguero, that's two hat tricks in three weeks now for him. Something like that. Yeah, yeah it's insane. They are. That was the game where City just told Liverpool. Remember, we're the defending champions. Oh, yeah, exactly. Remember, don't forget we're still here. Right. Um, because of that goal difference, uh, they actually went up into first place for a bit um, because of, uh, obviously, they had the extra game against right. you guys. So they're level on points uh, now after the weekend. <laughs> uh, excuse me. And um, and Liverpool only having the one game, mm-hmm. the goal difference is now separating them. But we'll see that that uh you know they'll be back on even games in a couple of weeks with the um league cup final right. scheduled so liverpool will have their game and city won't have one at all city plus 10 on goal yeah. differential yep i mean plus 54 for the year but plus 10 just on alone liverpool yeah on liverpool well and that what's crazy about it is eight of those 10 were yeah the last 5 days yeah exactly so <laughs> so um 
you were talking about this uh, last week. I'd rather have the points on the board than the game in hand. Yep. Because you said, well, in a couple of weeks, Chelsea and City meet again to play in the League Cup final. Well, that weekend, the game in hand for uh, Liverpool mm-hmm. is just a little trip to Old Trafford and having yep. to play a, you know. Their a, biggest rival. Yeah, you know, their biggest rival who hasn't lost since they've changed managers. Yep. You want to talk about putting the screws to a team. Yeah. Now, and going into them too, Liverpool did uh, get three points in an emphatic win this weekend, uh, winning three nothing over Bournemouth. At Bournemouth, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, no, at Anfield, they were at Anfield. For oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Bournemouth, yeah, at against, Anfield. Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah. but man, they needed that. Oh yeah. Oh, they needed Absolutely. that after the after, last couple uh-huh. of draws. They desperately it hasn't needed been that. great, and one of those against West Ham of all people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they definitely needed that confidence booster. Um. But. You know they they're playing Bayern Munich in the Champions League in the in the upcoming weeks here. Yep. And um, you would hope that if they got a win there, it would give them the confidence to then go on and and dominate United. Um, I think that, and we'll go over the course next week when we do uh, predictions for that. Um, yeah. Uh, for that weekend, but uh, you know United's backline could be in a world of hurt, but David de Gea as well has stepped up big time in the last few weeks, so that's going to be an interesting game. Um. You know, and Liverpool could either be a point ahead, three points ahead, or be level on points and back by far on goal differential while City lifts uh, the cup you would expect them to lift um, after beating Chelsea again, probably four or five nil uh, within the span of a few weeks at Tottenham's temporary home. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 th- I think, I mean, now we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I think that, uh, I think Liverpool will be able to manage a point at, at Trafford. Um, you would hope so. Yeah, I, mean, I think with, they will. And Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, we saw come off the bench this weekend. Yep, um, I, was, I so, was just about to mention that. Yeah, so they'll have their defense it pretty much back together, um, which will be huge. You know, going and we talked about a few weeks ago, and I'm sure we'll mention again tonight about Tottenham um, getting players back at the right time. You know, this is the perfect time for Trent Alexander-Arnold to come back in and really balance <laughs> that defense out, so Liverpool can move forward. Uh, but, you know, after the few weeks we spoke of, of them finally standing on teams' throats and then getting these two draws back-to-back, uh, I think I think it was back-to-back. Yeah, it was back-to-back that draws. Were not particularly good performances, nor teams that they were playing, you know? Yeah, Leicester and West Ham. Yeah, not, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, not necessarily something to sneeze at, but it's not something to be super worried about with the way they were, you know, the form they were in. Particularly considering one of those was at home. Yeah. Like you got to win this exactly. at home. So you're you're going to need this this team to be set and ready to go and um it looks good, you know, again that that he's back and and again the forwards are all firing on all cylinders still. I was going to say so. Mon- Mane is now on um four straight games for scoring for for Liverpool. So he's really on form. Yeah, and, and you know, at the moment if you're in a bad way, I mean, we we got lucky with that as well. You know, if you're if you're not playing particularly great there's you know three or four teams that you want to have the following weekend to get your confidence up Huddersfield Fulham um Bournemouth and Everton right now would be (laughs) yeah I I like your jab but you know well to and to that point um Rush uh our friend Russ always that uh that that gets in touch with us um sent a great article about Everton and their fans kind of in a circle of misery at the moment because of the expectations and maybe uh, I don't know if it's a stretch to say overachievement of David Moyes, mm-hmm. um, finishing higher up in the league, getting European football on a relatively regular basis, um, yeah. and exploring how now, after he left, after all those many years, 
you get all these circles, you know, this kind of circle of misery where a new manager comes in, you buy a bunch of players, you get excited, you've got money, then everything shits the bed, you finish in 10th again. Then we do this, to do that, you know, then you finish in 7th, you, you know. So it's just, it's kind of a never-ending circle now of, uh, of changes and stuff like that. But it was a very interesting look um, at, at the football club. Uh, in the current state that they're in. Yeah, well, it's when we get into, oh, so that happened and we talk about the uh, one nothing loss to Watford. I'll get a little bit more into the state of the union of the team because it's, uh, it's kind of scary right now, kind of yeah. trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Uh, back to um, Liverpool and City. Um, well, back to the game we were actually talking about. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You, you, you are right in the regards with Liverpool where you say Bournemouth is the kind of team you want to face right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's not because Bournemouth is necessarily a bad team. Bournemouth is going to play one way. They're going to play balls to the wall. Yep. Away or at home, they're going to play balls to the wall. Yep. They're going to be front front pressing. They're really going to take the game to you. That's how they're going to play. And they're going to play that way every single time. Which, if you're a team that's been struggling, as long as you can withstand that pressure, you know you're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you go, okay, we, we know how they're going to come at us. Exactly. Like, but it also always leaves <sighs> holes at the back. Yep. So, if you're a quick, you know, counterattacking team, we've seen it occasionally with Arsenal – we see it obviously week in week out with Liverpool. We saw what City did to Chelsea. If you're that type of team, that's who you want to play against. Somebody that's going to go toe to toe with you because it's so much easier to get behind them um, and cause problems. Was this was like we said at the start? This was a must needed performance out of Liverpool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Finishing up the rest of the top six: Spurs three, Leicester City one. Manchester United 3, um, a team formerly known as Fulham 0, Arsenal 2, <laughs> and Huddersfield 1. Um, Spurs keep winning without Kane. Like, they yeah. just keep rolling. Um, really, it was terribly unfortunate uh, for for uh, Leicester. Um, game was kind of poised. Was I think it was 1-0 at the time when Vardy missed his penalty, or had his penalty saved. Yep. And not... 30, 40 seconds later, goal. Tottenham's down the other end of the field scoring a goal. Yep. You could see the lesser players drop for a few minutes, kind of heads go down. They galvanize themselves again. Jamie Vardy uh, takes his next chance and made it 2-1, which kind of set up, you know, some some exciting stuff. And Lester really was turning the screw towards the end of the game. And then uh, Son just kind of beat Harry Maguire for pace, it looked, and uh, – was in on goal all alone and had the composure to finish. And, and the scoreline, I think, uh, flattered Tottenham a little bit. Uh, I think Leicester had some chances. And, again, they played up to somebody above them um, in the vein of Wolves hmm. as opposed to playing down to somebody below them, which they've tended to do this and season. And this is exactly what we said they were going to do this whole season right. because of because of everything that's happened at the club. It's just going to be, oh, well, there's a good team. We're up for this. Yeah, exactly. And then every other week, it's going to just be like, oh, okay, I guess we're at the park today to play. Right. You know? Yep. Um, yeah, Vardy, Vardy missing the, well, having his PK saved was a bit of a surprise because he's normally very good from the spot. Um, yeah, absolutely he is. But the other the other thing is, and I was surprised. Now, he is the club's penalty taker, but he wasn't on the pitch. Yeah, he had just come he on got the pitch. He literally got subbed on, and as he's walking up to the to the area, gets handed the ball. Yeah. His first touch was the PK. I don't know how warm he is. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the speed of the game. He's, you know, he's not kind of switched on yet, if you will. Uh, not that you need the speed of a game for a penalty, but you understand my point, right? Um, so I, that was tough. 
you figure, you know, there's somebody else in that team, the backup guy, if Vardy's hurt, maybe should have taken that penalty. Well, I think uh, Madison's taken a few PKs, but unfortunately had missed one. Right, so, recently, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, um, going into Manchester United, the train just keeps on rolling. On yeah, that was quite professional Ole's for Ole's army. God yeah. damn, they're playing issue. good ball. Sorry, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, just professional stuff from them. I mean, really, it never looked in any doubt. It was What was it, 3-0? Yep. Yeah, just easy going. Um, Pogba with the brace and on his second goal, a PK in our recent edition of Pants Off Dance Off, he actually, he has actually gotten it down. I think he only took about 16 steps this time. Hey, there we go. You know, Starting he, to shave those he just, off. He just did a few quick steps and then ran right up and kicked it. It was like, oh, wow, look at that. So he remembers uh, how to run. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> now, uh, going into your match, um, Arsenal two, Huddersfield Town one. And we scored all three. Yeah. Uh, it was a Kalazanac own goal. Um. In, you know, 89th minute or something. So uh, it was never really in any doubt. Huddersfield had a couple of chances here and there, but Bert Leno was equal to the challenge. Uh, and our defense really played very well um, uh, for most of the game, considering who they were up against. Uh, and then, you know, you just get the couple of goals and uh, it, cruising right along. Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting now. You're looking at the top six as a whole. You have... Um, Chelsea's now in sixth. You guys are in fifth. Um, Manchester United in fourth, and Tottenham in third. And you gotta help. I can't help but think Chelsea's probably where Chelsea's gonna stay. Yeah, I, 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 if I they think... continue, if they continue on this path, I mean, you ship four goals to a struggling Bournemouth and then turn around and drop six against City. I mean, again, I, I complained about this when we lost five one to Liverpool. You know, this is supposed to be a direct rival for you, Chelsea. You right. know, you're supposed to be getting this job done and and you're not you know um conversely to that right manchester united's obviously on the bounce and haven't lost we're still kind of here and there getting results and then struggling in some games and then you know which is going to happen again with a new manager we're we're trying to get our stuff together and today i was happy with the performance um i'd like more out of alex awobi uh, more end product. I mean, I thought he played great up until right around the penalty area. Mm-hmm. And he got the one goal, which was a, a, a nice volley, did well to keep it on target, but it was a deflection. Um, so, And then he you know, had a hand in creating the other. It's got to be it's it's got to be frustrating because, you know, you, you, it's it's a new manager. It's a new era even because it's not even just, you know, oh, you fired a manager last year and you're moving on to the new guy. It's a man who was 20 years the servant to your club and it, you you got 3 points but it's not a very satisfying 3 points no, it's just it's, kind of it's like it's not a convincing i want a 3 or 4 nil is what yeah. i want you know but and there's been a lot of those this season for you a lot of those but again you then look back and you go well, yeah but under wenger that was a loss or a draw could have been like yeah, that absolutely. kind of crappy game is a loss or a draw and I so mean, it's like really that was uh, his final game in charge was Huddersfield away and uh, we got we did win that one also two nil. So yeah. it really wasn't, you know, even with Wenger, it wasn't really a loss or a draw. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I I think I think if if we're kind of we talked about this briefly last week with the uh, with the four teams, if feel like Chelsea's starting to fall out of it. Spurs are somehow keeping their head afloat. I don't know how they're doing it. How they keep figuring out a way to win. Without without major pieces in their lineup, 
I, it's, I mean, that's all. I mean, I know you will hate to give credit to someone, but that's all credit last to, week. To, to Pochettino, who is somehow made it into just, the end of the show. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a great Easter yeah. egg. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, exactly. I mean, they grind out the results, uh, like you said. I mean, they've, without their two best players, um, and other injuries as well. I mean, Victor Young uh, Wanyama would be one that would come off the bench and shore things up, mm-hmm. which uh, they actually did in this game finally. Didn't look up to speed at all. Um, so he's still not match fit. But um, there's a lot of these kind of bit part players, and then, of course, the two big pieces uh, that would see game time and that you know would do things. Do the ball that, they're scoring. Yeah, that haven't been there. And, um, and they've still been rolling. You know, I think they got a, a little lucky, you could say, with the fixture list. For when they when when the big pieces went out, because I think if they had you know Liverpool City United you know three out of six weeks for this period, we'd be talking we'd about be talking something different. different. Yeah, yeah, we'd we'd see Tottenham in sixth, Chelsea in fifth, and us back in our rightful Wenger spot of fourth. But you know it is what it is. I would the other I had a quick uh, yeah another quick thing um about Arsenal and what sucks about how satisfying the win could have been. Um, we then. It wasn't that satisfying. We also, uh, Chef Bentley got in touch with a tweet from the Oracle, David Ornstein, who is the football uh, correspondent for one of the major newspapers. If he says it, it's essentially true. Okay. Um, And I checked. Juventus uh, in Italy has issued an official tweet also with a picture of Aaron Ramsey. Um, He has signed his uh, pre-contract agreement. Right. So he will be leaving Arsenal for free in the summer after 11 years. He becomes the highest paid British player in history, five hundred fifteen thousand pound a week, four hundred grand after taxes. Mm. Yep. Um. Yeah, four year deal at twenty eight years old, one point six million dollars a month after taxes. So yeah, not only did we not get as high as we could have, we also got real low afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> that was my point. <laughs> nice little extra kick in the nuts. Yeah, which sucks. But uh, cheers to the chef for getting back in touch. And rounding out the uh, rest of the teams with Manchester United, it can be very simply said, we don't know who we have with Manchester United until they finally lose a game. Right, and their first major, major test will be coming up soon. Yeah. You know, with us in the way that we are, uh, in our game a few weeks ago in the FA Cup, you would have figured probably his first test, which he passed with flying colors. So we'll see when he's playing somebody better than him what's going to happen when we come back from the FA Cup break and they have Liverpool. In this week of, oh, so that happened. Watford won, Everton nil. Palace won, West Ham won. Wolves won, Newcastle won. Cardiff won, Southampton, I mean Cardiff 2, Southampton won. I was getting used to saying a whole lot of 1-1s there. (laughs) And then Burnley 3, Brighton 1. Um, Watford find themselves comfortably in eighth place now. Yep. And, uh, somehow my team, (laughs) my team is somehow still in the, uh, top 10. I haven't figured out why, other than the fact that the rest of the league is so God awful. Um, it's, it's, I guess, fortunate that we've been playing the teams around us and losing to them. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, it's okay that we, I mean we're getting big team. I did, I'm trying to spin a positive, Sam. I'm just trying to spin a positive. I don't know what to tell you. There 30, really isn't one. First thirty minutes, it, the team actually came out, looked just like they did with City. Just you know, really aggressive, going after the ball, but not getting opportunities to <laughs> score. And then before halftime was over, 
Watford really started putting pressure on them, and you could just see the life go out of them. Right. And when they took the pitch in the second half, there was nothing, well, nothing I, at all. So if if Marco Silva can't motivate the players, if he can't get inside their head enough to keep them up for the game, what's he doing there? I is it I, time that we start talking about his job, I, or did they spend too much money? I I think I think it's fair to talk about his job because they did go out of the FA Cup in horrific fashion. Then yeah. then they have been on. And it wasn't up, even a weakened team that you played. I, and then they've been getting their butts kicked regularly. Yeah. Losing. And, you know, everybody thinks that he's this great manager, which is fine. And, and I was one of them, that he looked tactically astute, that had never gotten the chance to manage a decent club, right? He's managing a decent club. And exactly. he's made that club shit. Exactly. So you look at the only thing he's ever done really in England was get Hull relegated. Yeah. That's that's really all he has on done. The, on the back of that, he got the Watford job. You know, and then at Watford, he won his first five or six games. Like we said, they always start in a blaze of glory. And then he didn't win again, and Richarlison <laughs> didn't score during that season till like April. Yeah, and then, then he won got three, fired. He won, yeah, he won three or four. Well, y'all kind of had a hand in that <laughs> around December. <laughs> but um, but then they won the last three, four, five games, and they stayed. You know, they stayed up. But there was a worry for a minute that Watford was going to go down during yeah. during his reign. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, left in the summer, went to you guys, and then now this. So, I, you know, and I, I know he's only had one transfer window that he's been in charge of, right? Well, two now with January. But uh, it looks like he brought in a few, a fair few players that are his players. Those ones, but those ones aren't doing bad. Like, Richarlison's doing good, double-digit goals. He's When's not the last time horrible. he scored? A couple weeks ago. No, he scored in the uh, Burnley match. You know, I think that's the last time we scored, period. No, he did score in the Millwall <laughs> match, too. He scored in the Millwall FA Cup match as okay. well. But, um, that's not in the league, though. You know, he's But that's what I'd be worried about, is is you can't just... You should not fancy yourselves a 10th place club. And this is why that article, Russ Dennis, was so fascinating. Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe the stability, maybe you don't talk about his job, and then keep him this summer. And see what he brings in. Give him one more year. I think you have to. Yeah, and see what happens. I think there's players he needs to move on from. Because if you look at the current lineup right now, it is um, Martinez, uh, Komen, um, uh, Allardyce, and um, Silva signings. So it's four yeah, different managers. One of those is your best player in Gilfie Sigurdsson. Mm, right. Well, it's, I'd argue the best player on the pitch right now is Pickford. Really? Well, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm just I'm talking about outfield players that that are the ones that are going to win you games. Yeah, is and that's an issue, you know. And it, it appears as though you're losing Adrisa Gay to PSG, which fair enough. You can't really stop a player from having his head being turned in that fashion. Right. Kept um, him for the rest of the year, which yeah. which he played he played f- perfectly fine, complete professional. Oh, yeah, and he, busted yeah. his ass, played played his tail off, and so it's like. You're not going to hear me – unless he just decides to shut it down, you're not going to hear me say anything bad about the guy because he's he played he played very well, in fact. And the other problem is, unless you move on some other players, because Mushari, as rich as he is, can't just personally fund the club. That's not no. how financial fair play works. So you're going to have to move some players on if you're going to strengthen properly in the summer. Yeah. And we just got to figure out how to get it done. Yeah, hope, hopefully, they're, on the hopefully they're able to get rid of a few more. I, yeah. Because it, it's, it's just it's subpar from a team that was troubling regularly the top five top six teams. Yeah, yeah. You this know? is this is not 
the Everton people are used to seeing. Oh right? yeah, until until uh, Mauricio Pochettino worked started working his magic and came from Southampton to Tottenham, you guys were firmly in sixth place. Yeah, pretty much on a regular basis. Yeah, and to- and Tottenham just weren't. You know, they were always a selling club, and then you know they got um uh with the Gareth Bale and Luka Modric before they sold them on. That that's when they finally started getting into the you know fourth fifth type areas, but we were still finishing above them, mm-hmm. and then. All of a sudden, you had this raft of young players come through that had a manager that knew what to do with them all at once, right? And knocked you out of that space. Then you get our old rich owner, and he's been throwing money at the problem, but he's had four different managers doing it. Yeah. And now it looks like like a hodgepodge. Yeah, I, I almost say you have to stick with Silva through this season and and let him have the transfer window and start next year. Right. You have you just I think you have to. Um, this was going to be the guy that was going to fix it for you. Um, and you have to give, give him a proper chance to fix you it. You have to give him a proper yeah. chance to fix it. Um, while he has been, his problem, there isn't a plan B a lot like Martinez, you know, there isn't a, okay, if we're playing against a team who's stronger than us, let's pack it in defensively. He kind of showed that in the city match a little bit, um, where they just kind of played a little bit smarter game. But, you know, if he, there's been games too where he pushes it and he shouldn't like against Spurs and we lose six to two after having a two nil lead. Right. Like yeah. it just been frustrating. It's just he only knows one way to play. And he will not change that. It's it's almost like as painful to watch as Maurizio Sari. Like in that Tottenham game. Why it's, wouldn't you put on another defensive midfielder? Why wouldn't you just shut up shop? It's grossly similar to that. That's for that's for damn sure. Yeah. That's I but like okay, we fire him. Who are we going to go get? Well, that, exactly. I mean, that's part of the other problem. You know who need, You know who might end up needing a job at the end of the year? Who? Rafa. Rafa. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd I would argue like historically, at least, you guys are about the same club as Newcastle. And, and, no, well, I'm, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm talking about in the last 20, 25 years. Got it, got it. Okay. Where they used to be amongst the best two or three teams in the league. Now they're almost a yo-yo club, if you will, over the last five or six oh, years. Oh, absolutely. So they're... they're Stature has has fallen to about you know you would imagine they should be finishing somewhere between seventh and tenth, which is what we think about you guys. I mean it's it's no secret we've said it on the show before. One of my uh, it wasn't a dig. Uh, you, you For wanna, once, it wasn't a dig. You you want to hear a great one okay. on uh, the uh, Everton USA supporters page that I'm on? Yeah, uh, definitely an article today uh, saying why not Mourinho. Oh, piss off. <laughs> I, I would not. No way. No. no. I want no part of that. Uh-uh. I, if they did that, I would throw in my resume uh, just in case. You sure? And be like, hey, I'll, I'll manage the team. You really don't need Jose. Listen you... listen to my podcast. I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Everton, uh, please, I'm really getting sick and tired of doing shots of my lord. Would you just fucking win a game? <laughs> it's also asking a lot. Well, they don't play for the next two weeks, so like maybe they'll go to Dubai and sit on the beach or something. And it, now you're talking. Get them all, especially some of that Spanish contingent now. Yeah. Get a little warm weather training in, get them happy again. So uh, Palace won, West Ham won. And uh, for those of you, if you did not watch this game, this was all Palace. All day long, this was yeah. all Palace. Yep, I heard Fabianski played brilliantly. He had three perfect saves um in in one in the first half two in the second and in the second half not one but two crystal palace players 
inside the six, put it wide to the left. I mean, goalie standing in front of them, all they need to do is kick it anywhere that isn't a foot around the goalie with any power at all, and it's in the back of the net. And I mean, one guy, I, I swear, it like curved and went outside of the goal box in the out of bounds. It was curving oh, that far left out of bounds. It was so frustrating. horrific. That is so frustrating. <laughs> but uh, Zaha bails him out, of course, gets uh, gets in right at the end, puts one right over top of Fabianski's head, um, which I feel hard-pressed for Fabianski because he played his ass off and then his team lets him down. But this, both of us, we both picked a draw in this match, but we both kind of said we wouldn't be surprised with any result in yeah, this match at all. Absolutely. And both of those teams have been turning in inconsistent performances. You know, Palace goes beat City and then, you know, a couple of weeks ago loses to whoever. I don't remember who it was yeah. off the top of my head, but it wasn't a team after that you should have been worried about, you know. Right. So it is what it is. I mean, neither of them are going to get relegated. Neither of them are going to, you yeah, know, finish they're both, in the they're European both places. Be safe. Yeah. They're both going to be safe. They're both going to be, be fine. fine. You know, and, and Palace made the right. Uh, transfer moves to put themselves where they need to be. Yeah, Michi Bashuai and um, that was it. Actually, it came in for them. But he's, uh, you know, a, a relatively proven forward. You know, he scored goals in Germany, scored goals in Belgium, scored some goals in Spain, although it didn't go as good. And uh, he's the one that, that won Chelsea the title two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Um, So, Wolves-Newcastle. This is a game, when you see the 1-1 draw, you're like, okay, you know what? Rafa did what Rafa needs to do. He got a point, which is what we would expect from Rafa. That's what he does with this Newcastle team. But... The problem was <laughs> the tying goal was in the 95th minute. Yep. And... Now, I think there's a legitimate argument that, you know, the referee put up four minutes. Yeah, and there's a whole nother minute still yeah, going. There was, what, one substitution, yeah. right? So that made it maybe add 30 seconds for that. Um. But there's no reason to add a minute and 30 seconds, which I think it was, you know, the 95th minute and 25 seconds. Yeah, the, wh- the whistle should have been blown. The yep. whistle definitely should have been blown. Haven't so, had a chance to hear the uh, the post-game presser yet, but I'm sure Rafa will slide in a little dig about, oh, you know, yeah. being and, able to read a clock. Now, that now that being said, though, Dubravka did make a terrible mistake. First instinct I, I wanted to think was, is oh, he must have gotten pushed. Right. But no, yeah, he he's just... He's quality. He's a good goalkeeper. He, he, he made some big saves in that match as well. So uh, right now we've got a little, uh, you know, phone ringing in the background. Little you know, action, because you know, because if I recall correctly, the uh, ringer was off, and the uh, the uh, do not disturb was on as well. I believe is what yeah, we I were, think we were being told. To be honest before. with you, I think it's an alarm. I think the food might be done. Oh, okay. <laughs> the old dinner. <laughs> heard, heard the old din din may be done. Yeah, but um, so Debravka. To be I, honest, I, we need to wrap this up. I'm freaking starving. I, I thought Debravka <laughs> was. I, I honestly thought Debravka was going to come come away with that one, and it looked like he was being pulled down. But then when you see the replay, no, he just fell. He, he just fell. Yeah. It went between his hands and went off the shoulder of the Wolves player and into the back of the net. Just it's unfortunate. unfortunate. Yeah, I mean they had probably a what the lead for 40, 50 minutes at that yeah. point. Yeah, it you know it kind of it it just it sucks and it's. You know, when you're down in that that part of the league, you don't get a lot of luck. But, but, not a lot of luck would be lose three points. At least they came out with yeah. one. But I, I think that's also part of the reason you start seeing goalkeepers punch nowadays. Yeah, just as get opposed rid of it. to try to catch it. Yeah, get rid of the damn thing. Yep. Oh, um, exactly. Now talking about the bottom of the table, we had ourselves a six point swinger. 
Oh yeah. Um, Cardiff City two to Southampton one. So um, yep. Cardiff takes the uh, early lead. Your uh, your uh, spirit animal, the big boy, Bamba. Soul Bamba. Scoring the goal, jumping yeah. into the crowd, losing his mind. Yeah, love it. Then, uh, then Sol Bamba forgetting to cover his man as they as uh, Southampton the ball run across him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as Southampton scores in the ninety first minute yep. of stoppage time. Yeah, only thing there was is there was ninety four, and in the ninety third minute, good old Cardiff put away the winner. That's right. <laughs> Um, what was nice to see about it, obviously, the, the body has now been identified that was found that we spoke about last week, mm-hmm. and the body that was found is Emiliano Sala. Okay. Um, good on, I didn't write down his name and I should have, but good on the Cardiff City owner has reached out to the family and offered to repatriate his body back to Argentina. Oh, that's very nice. Um, so he's going to pay for that uh, to get Sala back over there after the autopsy and right. um, and the accident report is complete and his body's released. released. Uh, so that's well done. Also, love seeing Southampton take the dagger uh, because there were two jackasses that have been contacted by police and identified. They will uh, be facing a ban from St. Mary's for the rest of their lives because they stood up and were seen to be making an airplane gesture towards the Cardiff City fans. And those fucking jackasses deserve to lose that game. Yeah, that's that's so so classless. Like Absolutely disgraceful disgraceful scenes. Now it was only a couple mm-hmm. and it appeared as those around them were kind of accosting them. Um, but those two people don't deserve to be in the ground. No, that's, that's terrible. No, it's, that's that's just like the racist shtick that people do when they yeah. throw bananas on the field Horrible. and crap like that. It's nope. just completely classless. Nope. I don't, I'm not a firm proponent of violence, but beat their at, at yeah yeah let's be honest well I'm, and, a, I'm a terrible asshole on the field <laughs> if you see somebody doing that type of shit headbutt them please that they they don't expect that so you'll get it in a good shot um and that also flipped the two teams in the table as well that moves uh um cardiff into 17th and southampton into 18th yeah wonderful i'd yep. love to see it um I, I can't help but reiterate the point from last week i think cardiff is gonna find a way I real I it looks like it. I think Done they it. will, and I hate to admit I'm rooting for him to do it because the start of the season I was like, uh, I hate Neil Warnock. I uh, yeah, I'm not a Neil of, Warnock fan either. Them, for real, I just want them to go right back down <laughs> like they deserve to, and and now they're like the, the assholes are winning me over. Yeah, <laughs> I mean not just the tragedy. You you know you root for somebody that's just been through something bad and you want to see him do well, um, but. Since his 70th birthday, Neil Warnock has looked like a boy again. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about it a couple of times. I just, I like Getting seeing old giddy. men. Yeah, I like seeing old men be giddy. Yep. That's part of the reason I agreed to do this show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, finally, Burnley 3, Brighton 1, Tom Effing Heaton. Hey, I dare to say, Stone Cold killer tom heaton you can't deny it now (laughs) now mind you stone cold killer did take one off the face this week (laughs) oh did he yeah he did (laughs) point blank rage took one off the face right off his face got right back up got right back up get the rave on get the rave on (laughs) exactly (laughs) heaton i just i i mean i hope amazing i hope as joe hart sits there and just goes I remember when I used to be able to play goalkeeper like that. Well, there was a, another. And I show remember that we what I've to. done to this team yeah. that's put this team in this place that they now have to rely on him Absolutely. to get them out of it. Yeah, there's a, a uh, another show we listened to that made the mention that that Joe Hart just looks a bit past it, and to get some confidence back, should just go down to the uh, uh, a firmly established championship side. Yeah, just go play. Which doesn't see a, seem like a bad idea. Go back down to the championship. Practically make the same money. 
Exactly, and reestablish your your uh, reputation. Because the the way Tom Heaton looks right now, you got to be worried. Yeah, you know, you'll never play again. If he's fit, you will not be anywhere near the first team. And, and as soon as Nick Pope's fit, which he's already been in a game, you ain't going to see the cup games either. Yeah, you're not going to play at all. Time to tell you what little we know. It's prediction time. Well, not so much prediction time because there's really nothing to predict this next weekend because it's the FA Cup. Save just wants to start his ego a little pre- bit. I'm pre- I am predicting that we're going to give you a bonus show this week, though. Hey. We're going to do a little FA Cup preview to talk about the quarterfinal of a tournament that neither one of our teams are in and we feel so happy about. Can't wait. <laughs> so uh, going into this week, we were Sam Graham had finally taken the lead at 126 and 104, and I was at 125 and 105. And as I said would happen, I've already come back and I've already taken the lead. Sam goes six and five. I go eight and three. Sam is at 132 and 109, and I am at 133 and 108. Um, so Sam, how did you how how the top feel for a day? Good. Yeah, you, I'll get it back. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. No, you won't. I'm not worried about it. You haven't had it all season. You've I had will it be once. fine. This was the brief moment you were in front of me. <sighs> now you're just going to fade off into the distance. Here we go. And that weekend where you don't have a game, and <laughs> I feel like you'll be a bit aloof about your predictions. <laughs> no, I will not be aloof about my <laughs> predictions. Just, just recognize brilliance when you see it. Will you please just recognize brilliance? I normally do. And I'm still sitting in this room, so I... It, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be fine uh, on this side of the table. Uh, we'll be good. I'm not. I'm still not concerned. I'm only. You have one game on me. If you have one bad week, you're done for. That's it. I'm like City right now, just waiting in the wings. <laughs> and no, you're, you're and you're like Liverpool. No, I'm enjoying not. A don't enjoying a slender lead. Enjoying a slender lead. No, you're like Liverpool. <laughs> you had the slender lead last week. You jackass. <laughs> And we are too old for this shit. Oh my god, are we're we are very so too old, old for this shit. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, we had some implants that were a lot younger than us, and they did no help at all. No, no, <laughs> we uh, we we uh, we lost uh, twelve to four. Yeah, not their fault though. I mean, um, they play a different style of football than we play, and just uh, not our it just, style. It, well, yeah, which wasn't our style exactly. So they weren't bad players. I mean, a good mm-hmm. touch, had one or two nice shots. Goalkeeper played okay, but we let him down a few times. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to defend when it's four on two. Yeah, it know? just wasn't very cohesive. No. Uh, it was a very disjointed performance, and the no, team it's... we played was pretty good. Funny, it was so... uh, it was six to four at halftime, and uh, I'd like to tell everybody what Sam Graham said specifically right before we went back on the field. He said, "Guys, they're going to come at us hard to start the second half. Let's be ready for it. That's what's going to determine the game." Yeah. Six unanswered. Yeah. <laughs> crushing it. <laughs> just crushing it. Just <laughs> beating the crap out of us. Now, yeah. I would like to mention, um, we were we lost 12-8. to 8. What didn't we do, Sam? I didn't get sent off. You didn't get sent off, but what else didn't we do? Lose anybody else? We didn't play bitch. Oh, yeah. That true. We, that we, too. When we are getting our butts kicked, uh, we just, you know, because we're grown-ass men and we're going to be that way forever, we don't add the extra player like other teams do. And Sam, while this has been a hard, difficult season, I would like to look at the highlights. Let us remember our week three win of 11-2 to <laughs> against Dynapro, who then promptly 
never showed up again. Oh, we did. We kicked them out. They ourselves. never showed up again. Yes. So they played us and went, wow, that's the worst team in the league. And we just lost to them 11 to 2. Yeah. I think we should quit. Yeah. <laughs> we did make a team quit. Because um, we, we do know what we're doing. If we are good. We're just old and slow. I, so if I, we don't have a lot of subs, it's you know we just run out of steam, and then we get four or five goals scored on us at the end of the game. I think we need a confidence-boosting move down to Division Two for a season. Oh, have you seen any of them play? Uh-huh, I have. Horrible. We uh, That is substandard. In, in, the lore, in the lore of <laughs> Drunkard United, there was a season we went uh, down to Division Two, and that next season we actually went, um, like... I think we were four and three in the regular season and didn't make the playoffs yeah, right, in we, Division Two because we were all cocky thinking chip we were, on our shoulder. Yeah, and, and then the very next season went nine and zero, gave up twelve goals, scored fifty two, <laughs> yep. had three shutouts, which shutouts and indoor are damn near close to impossible. Yeah, because you could take, you could shoot from a goal kick in, in a lot of cases. I was in my late thirties at the time. That was the first. Th- that was the first three shutouts I'd ever gotten playing indoor soccer yep. ever. And one of them was even in the final where we yeah. beat a team four nil. I mean, and so. even, and that could have been more. Yeah. So, but yeah, that first season when we went down last time, uh, we just kind of dicked around. Then we wait a second, <laughs> we're better than this. <laughs> yeah. So the second season, we just turned it up and uh, put in proper performances. Yeah. So so I think we're gonna talk to the front desk and say, uh, yeah, 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 it yeah, might be a should, good idea just to go down. Yeah, we're we're getting our butts. Kicked we'll get right the consensus now. of the boys uh, this week and figure out what to do. Oh, you already know what half their answers are. All the old men, they're like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's they, do it. Let's do it. We, we we could be vying for a playoff spot, and they would be like, you sure we don't want to go down to Division Two? It looks a lot easier down there. <laughs> yeah, so. a lot more comfortable. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, boys and girls. Sammy, you got any parting words for us? I do, real quick. Um, uh, John also got in touch. I wanted to slip these last couple in. Um, your your boy John Otis yep. Otis Anderson uh, Honeys. He <laughs> he did say um made the made the good point that if the race now comes to goal differential the title race if it now comes to goal differential City's gonna have Chelsea to thank for it oh yeah um which is very true yeah I mean absolutely. Liverpool Liverpool won three 0 this weekend <laughs> and those five goals propelled them you know to plus ten. Yeah. Um, Chelsea capitulating like that, which was ridiculous. Maurizio Sarri didn't even shake Pep Guardiola's hand afterward. Yeah, I saw that. Just I, went straight not, down the tunnel. Not good. Not good. I mean, uh, Pep, Pep, Pep blew it off and just went, hey, look, I get it. You know, no big deal. But eh, you're a professional football coach. Shake, just do the Bill Belichick half-hearted, looking away, walking away. Yeah. Smack do, their hand. Just acknowledge him. Do something. Yeah, do absolutely. something. Uh, I also now quickly want to point out that when you stutter Pep's name, it sounds like Popeye laughing. Oh, heard. And the other thing, uh, to our boys, uh, Ray and Ethan, thanks, guys, for talking during the games. As always, it's a pleasure uh, DMing you uh, during games. Um, and we always answer those DMs. We always uh, answer the emails and stuff. So uh, feel free to get in touch at Do You Football Show on all the social medias and Do You Football Show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us again, everybody. For uh, Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. We will be recapping the FA Cup with another bonus show this week. And then next week, we're going to uh, go over all the games and predict the next weekend. So till then, everybody. Good night.
Yay! <laughs> Yay show! I'm excited. Fun, fun, fun.